Greetings, Amigops and Top Teners everywhere. This is Mike from Top Ten with Kyle and Mike. I am joined this week, as I am every week, by our flamingo-shirted, beard-having, handsomeness-possessing co-host, Kyle. He's looking dapper as ever. We are also joined by several, not one, but several special guests. We are joined by some people who I will let introduce themselves a little bit later. We're going to be discussing a topic which I actually think I know. We're going to be debating that topic vigorously for somewhere between an hour and six or seven. And then by the end of this episode, we will have a definitive top 10 list on this topic. So guys, what are we talking about? Yes, Michael, you are correct. Today we have with us several very special guests. I am sitting directly next to dear friend of the pod, Dill, who was on pretty recently doing fictional bands, but yeah. <laughs> I actually reached out to Dylan for this. He is an expert on this topic, and so we outsourced this one, and I'm very excited to see what he's put together. And I'd like to just simultaneously uh, say you're welcome and we're sorry to the fans <laughs> out there for having Dylan on so shortly yeah. thereafter. <laughs> I know that yes. <laughs> he is not exactly back by popular demand, but he is back by the only demand that matters, his two best friends who love him very much and want him on no matter what it does for our ratings. Continue, Kyle. Top 10 nation. You will love our friend Dill. <laughs> <laughs> Someday. <laughs> Infinitely more likable than Dylan, though. <laughs> Is Dylan's new wife Tatum, and she is also here on the back podcast. for the first time. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we've got a very impressive uh, panel of people on on this end, and then also yeah. we have Caroline on your end. This is the first time we've had five people on. Ooh, I feel setting. like this might be. Also, I don't want to. I want. I accidentally cut short Tatum's intro uh, by trying to be like Mister Funny Guy. Tatum is, in addition to being uh, new wife of Dill, she's also dear friend of the pod. Yeah, an excellent listener who we've been trying to get on in her own right, uh, and who will join us eventually. We will get her. She is. She is busy curing her patients and hopefully healing thyself as well. <laughs> But shortly we will have her on. I, I we have some topics in mind. Yeah, but yes, I just have to Kyle, think of ten things. We'll see. <laughs> you've thought of ten things. I don't know if they all relate to each other. That actually. Oh, <laughs> wait a second. Oh my god, this is the top ten. We do top ten just things Tatum thought about recently. <laughs> like that's Tatum, basically Tatum a Jerry himself. pod. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's basically like brain droppings with Jerry, but instead it's with Tatum. Literal droppings. <laughs> yeah. Tatum's head scratchers. <laughs> that's that's really the only umbrella you have to kind of put it under to make it like have some sort of whiff of cohesion. There's a precedent. You can do it. Yeah. There is a precedent. Literally it's not anything. necessarily a precedent you want to follow, but <laughs> And yes, as you alluded to, sitting next to me is my beautiful Lovely, stunning, terrific, top tenable, <laughs> insightful. Oh, gross. This is. Mm. Let's give me a speech. No, this is getting yeah. gross. Hey. Oh, God. Fiance, hey, Caroline. <laughs> We're going to keep that whole thing. We're not going to dump any of that audio. <laughs> <laughs> Boy. Top 10 fiance. <laughs> 
You want to kiss again? Nope. I don't. Thank you. So, Dylan, what's the topic? Oh, yes. That's, that's, what we're, that's why we're here. So, the last time I was on, I did fictional bands, as you had mentioned. This yep. time, we are also doing another music-related podcast. Not a fictional band, though. It's to uh, a musician who's very near and dear to my heart and many others. Oh, is that right? Yes, that is absolutely right. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's also near and dear to Caroline's heart, I, I believe. Uh, we've chatted about this musician a few times in the past. This is um, a top 10 on Taylor Swift's Lover album. Uh, we are ranking the top 10 songs on her album. And we're going to discuss and, and rate them uh, as we go. But... But. There is there is a slight twist, Mike, that oh. I have not told either of you about. Okay. So it it is what are we in September now? Um, September yes. is a is a special time for for a lot of us. Me specifically, I'm a pretty big college football fan. So this is true. As a added twist to this, I'm going to relate each song to a college football team for wow. a very specific reason. <laughs> And it, it'll make a little bit more sense as we go. Some, I think, are spot on. Others are a bit of a Some stretch. Some are a little bit of a stretch. <laughs> Some are a little bit of a stretch. 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 <laughs> but we're going to see how this goes. There. Wow. You might be the only person on Earth. <laughs> yeah. Right. That, that, that Venn diagram is yeah. very specific. Yeah, exactly. To Dylan. <laughs> it'll be fun. Wow. <laughs> I, so, Dylan, I obviously misheard when the topic came out. I thought we were doing Taylor Swift's top 10 ex-boyfriends, and I was planning to put Patrick Kane. Do you remember remember Patrick Kane when they had their very brief stint together? Mike, don't you start. It's not what okay. I want to hear no, right no, now. I just, I fi- no, okay, that's fine. <laughs> wow. Dylan, this is truly magnificent. This is... This is the exact embodiment of why Kyle and I love having guests on this show. It's because we want our guests to bring that little special thing that makes them them and which we could never do. Like, Kyle and I could never pull this off. You guys, I'm sure, will be able to chime in. I I mentioned this to Kyle just to make sure it was okay that I did this. And I I think your response was, this is like, like, if there was ever a list that describes you, this is it. So... Um, your listeners will get to know me a little bit more. So let's let's get started then. Yeah, let's start with number ten. Let's start with number ten. So uh, and Caroline, uh, I know you you I'm sure you have your own ratings. Um, just bear with me, and then we can re-rate them as we go. Oh yeah, you're you're taking this away. I'm just here to comment. Okay, okay. Number ten, <laughs> I have Cornelia Street. I've got some comments about this one. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, wait, can I ask, so, wait, before you dive in, can I just ask a quick question? I think it's important. How many songs are on this album? 18. There are okay. 18 songs. Thank you. So what, what I did, I rated the 10. In my not top three, I'll go with my three least favorite. And then okay. the honorable mentions, I'll fill in the gap. Okay, so for, so for, so for context, a, a number 10 song off this album is in your, both of your eyes, like a good song. This, like number 10 is, is a good song. Uh, to be honest, I think that like the there are sixteen really good songs on this album. Okay, all right, but no, but that's important because because there's albums where the tenth best song sucks, but in this case, in your opinion, ten is a good song. Y- yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I agree. And just for the record, in general, I really like this album. Um, I think it was a very good pop album from Taylor Swift coming off a of reputation. Mike, we've talked about this phenomenon before. It's the arc of. Artist releases an album that is insanely popular and everybody loves. Okay. Taylor, yeah. was it 22? Uh, 1989. 
Okay. 22 is off that album? <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. Ooh, Super ooh. mega hit. Super mega hit for yeah. Taylor. Then she's like, fuck it. I can do anything I want. <laughs> we get a controversial album that is yep. met with mixed reviews. And now she is back again with an extremely generally populist album. And she's back in yep. everyone's good graces. We are hoping yeah, so, that the so Arctic Monkeys we, can complete this arc. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So we are currently in the Darkness on the Edge of Town into Nebraska phase of Taylor Swift's career. And, <laughs> and the kind of the thought is you're coming out the other end with Born in the USA. Right. That's what we have here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Classic. Taylor, take a note from our boy Bruce uh, Springsteen. Arctic Monkeys, please take a page out of Taylor Swift's notebook. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just just wanted to say that disclaimer. I thought it was a great yes. album. Moving on. Number 10, I had Cornelius Street. So Cornelius yeah. Street, it's about an apartment that Taylor Swift rented in Manhattan, on Manhattan. It's kind of a, it's it's not like a jammer. Um, it's kind of a, more of a softer song, um, but it's got a really nice kind of like constant beat in the background. And I, I just, I, I think I really liked it. And then also just an, as another disclaimer, this is my subjective rating. Like I could listen to this album again in two months and this could be completely different. So I just wanted to throw that out. It's part of the too. fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is kind of, I kind of like this, this, I don't know what the chances are that you would actually do this, but it would be sort of fun for you to listen to this in a couple months and just like feel how the album has grown on you. Cause that is, that is how this typically goes. You, yeah. you anchor to a couple, but things change over time. Especially I think with Taylor Swift albums in the past, personally, I don't know. Caroline, what do you have before I go into my college football team? Do you have any thoughts on this? <laughs> Smart time. So it's funny because this was actually my number 11. So we're pretty close in ranking on this guy. Not bad. Um, so I thought that I really, really like this song, but I really get tripped up by the name Cornelia. Like it does not like the way she sings it. It doesn't fit into like the amount of time that she has given it. Do you agree with that? At all? I feel like she's like Cornelia Street. Like it just doesn't go. I don't know. Like, I haven't thought about really, that. But listen to it again with that in mind. The flow like really, really messes with me. Have you tried singing but along to this song at all, Dylan? Obviously not. <laughs> okay, this is awkward because I thought you had prepared for the podcast. But... <laughs> just wait, we got seventeen other songs here. <laughs> he yeah, said, so... <laughs> knowing that you prepared more for this list than I've ever done. You listened life. to this album like six times in the past week. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That is a good point, so, yeah, Caroline. I would, I would encourage you to listen to it again with that in mind, and also try singing along to it because that might that might change your opinion. <laughs> and that would bump it from the top ten. Okay. Well, Just one maybe off. slightly, yeah. Okay. But overall, I think it's a great song. Do you guys have any input on Cornelia Street before I go into <laughs> so, my football team? <laughs> so disclaimer, I've listened to this album probably like three to four times all the way through. And I've done it the way I usually listen to albums where I just kind of like turn it on. And then if I like a song, I'll check out what the name is. And I kind of... I So I have a very loose association with some of the songs. And this was one of the ones that kind of folds into the middle of the album with me where they're all kind of poppy and easy listening. And that's a good thing. Like, I like this album for that reason, but I don't have very many specific thoughts on this one. I have a, a, a stronger disclaimer, <laughs> which is that I heard about half of You Need to Calm Down on the radio once. Okay, okay. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> okay, okay. So I... And, and, this podcast. <laughs> and to be clear for the listeners, I did know this topic was coming. <laughs> I think I think this will be an interesting experiment 
because those of you at home don't actually edit these podcasts. Kyle and I do. And it's very amusing because there's one thing you do, which is you try to you find a section where the person hasn't been talking a lot to to zero out their background noise. And surprising nobody, it's a lot harder to find one of those on my section than on <laughs> Kyle's. And I think this is sort of the ultimate litmus test of how much I can shut the fuck up <laughs> on the Because I... Just from a really factual, objective standpoint, I can't add anything to this podcast. <laughs> so, so I really shouldn't talk a lot. We'll see how it goes. That was very long-winded, so yeah, off to a great start. <laughs> Getting it all out now. Well, you might be able to comment on some of these teams. So for Cornelius Street, Cornelius Street is in Manhattan, in New York City. Manhattan's one of the five boroughs. It's not exactly Arthur Avenue, but it is in New York City, and there's another borough. So uh, the football team is your uh, Fordham Rams. All right. Woo! Oh, yay. <laughs> Thanks, Dill. That was so sweet of you. Shout out, Caroline. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Let's go to number nine. Let's go to number nine, Dill. All right. Number nine. Man, I get I get a little nervous. So I'm about to say this song, and Caroline's either giving me like a like a smile of approval or like a, like oh, a look at terror. Number nine, I have The Man. Ooh. Mm, mm, not what i was looking for so go ahead okay really quickly (laughs) the man is a little bit more of an upbeat kind of song um it's kind of taylor's kind of she's talking about singing about how she thinks the media would perceive her if she were in fact a man i think it's kind of interesting i think it's kind of clever some of the lyrics i i think i think she's a phenomenal songwriter but i think this song in particular is pretty clever with some of the lyrics and how she talks about uh, or addresses, I guess this this topic. I just I think it's kind of a catchy song, and it kind of I think falls into what you were talking about earlier, Kyle, and kind of that middle of the range where you're listening to it, and it kind of sounds like another probably song of hers, but it's got its own kind of kind of characteristics to it. So that's I I really like the song. That's why it's coming in in actually in the top ten at number nine. <laughs> Caroline, Caroline your rebuttal. <laughs> so okay, no, I really I really like the message behind it. I think it's a super clever song. I think it's really well done. I just don't like listening to it. I just don't really love it. I don't think it's a great. The, you, this is this sounds like we've talked about. This is the difference between appreciating and liking. Yeah, it sounds like you appreciate the song but don't like it. I appreciate the lyrics. I think. The poppiness is a little too much for me. That's that's fair. I actually had this higher on the list, and then the more I listened mm. to the album, it started to kind of knock down a little bit. Yeah. And I bet you if I listen to it again in a month, it'll be off this list. But right now, in this moment, it's at nine. All right. I respect that. I I I have something else to say. Oh. Dylan, we lost we really lost out on a fellow English major. I when you took your class where you were reading Primo Levi uh, and Ailey Wiesel, you were so engaged in that class and hearing you talk about Taylor Swift's lyrics and what she's trying to do in a song, it just really makes me regret what we lost. You could have been an excellent literary critic. Wow. You're so passionate about it. Seriously, you just have like such passion and your technical skill is very strong. I, I wish we had gotten you. So that really quickly, that Primo Levy class was supposed to be romantic literature. I think Taylor Swift lyrics would have been more close to romantic literature than <laughs> yeah. Primo Levy. Yes, totally agreed. Anything from your end, Kyle? I I remember the first time I heard this song, I was at work and I was amped. Like it, <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, fuck this society we live in." If Taylor was a man, she wouldn't be getting any of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
pump my fist. <laughs> but I actually completely agree with your assessment. Like, I, like, I, I, it's the perfect way to put it. I appreciate the song for what it is, and it, it like, it, you kind of almost need a song like this on an album in 2019 if you're Taylor Swift. <laughs> so it's good. But as far as, like, the one I'm going to turn on to listen to, maybe not this one. Could not agree more. Yeah. This might cool. be a hot take, but I don't think Taylor... Uh, this song is, like, kind of makes me annoyed. <laughs> really? I, like, mm. Ooh, let her rip. I like the poppiness, but her life is not that hard, and she's really whining <laughs> in this song. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that is that is fair. Comparatively, even to us, it's... yeah. I don't think that's a. I don't think that's an invalid take. No. Like I love a song about feminism and like like how her life would be different, but I think it's an interesting take on it. I don't know. Coming from her specifically. Yeah, uh, yeah. Especially where she is now in her career. Maybe like a couple albums ago, but now it's just kind of like feeding to the audience. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. I mean, she she does that's that. Always, yeah. Yeah, I feel like you should leave the women empowerment songs to Lizzo these days. It's more her, uh, her real house. <laughs> it's just, I feel like that's such, such a hard balance to strike, especially when you're trying to tell the like empowerment story when you've already been empowered to a certain degree. Like it just, it naturally doesn't, it doesn't resonate as much to say, hey, I'm Taylor and um, my life is a 95, but it should be a 97. Like that's, it's not she's right it's not to say that she's wrong but that doesn't just that doesn't hit you quite the same way as somebody whose life is a 25 but should yeah. be a 50 her life doesn't need it to just, be bad to make this song it's just i don't know sometimes she's a little yeah. whiny about things <laughs> yeah that is yeah. true i can't agree about that <laughs> word yeah so for the for the football team i was originally going to put like clemson or alabama because they're like the man right now oh, in college man. football but that was too easy so instead <laughs> I paired this with Oklahoma State because their coach, Mike Gundy, gave one of the best rants ever in college football about 10 years ago where he was talking about a player player, um, that the media apparently attacked earlier in the week. And he basically said, come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. And it is one of the greatest sound bites I've ever heard from any coach ever. So Oklahoma State is the man. You are like 40 feet behind the arc. <laughs> the deepest three. <laughs> that is incredible. I think that there's a chance we could get Alex to listen to this podcast. Maybe. Like telling him that you're going to drop that reference in in respect to Taylor Swift might get you in. It's an interesting calculus Alex is going to have to do. It's like, how much Taylor Swift can I put up with to hear Dylan talk about college football in relation to it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's an interesting question. (laughs) Probably not. All right. So that's nine. Number eight. Number eight, I have, I think he knows. Wow, that's your number eight, Linus. Is it really? Wow, look at that. Yeah. Right. Holy Moses. On the same (laughs) page. That's crazy. This is great. So I think he knows is kind of a more of another one of those more upbeat albums, uh, albums, songs. Um, I think it's mostly about like a budding relationship or like some person she's interested in and they're just kind of kind of playing that like song and dance kind of deal before they actually start dating or anything along those lines. More references to New York streets in this song too. It's kind of got a nice hook to it too. So I generally, I, I really like this song and it's, it's one of the ones as I'm playing it through the album, I don't think I've skipped it yet. So um, I've enjoyed it so far. Caroline, your, your thoughts. <laughs> yeah, no, I, this is one of those songs that when, like when you said it for whatever reason, I can't play it in my head. 
So I just looked up the lyrics really, really quickly because I obviously I ranked it pretty high, so I know I like it. But <laughs> so I feel like it's not something that super stands out. But every time it comes on, I'm like, yeah, I really like this one. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I think, I, well, I think Taylor Swift crushes the bridge in all of her songs, but the bridge in this song specifically <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> is fantastic. What kind of bridge, Dale? It's like, I mean, it's like, it's, it's like, oh, it's a cable state bridge, obviously. So <laughs> of course. Well, my favorite kind. <laughs> no, I just think I think it goes really well with the song, and I think it kind of flows to like the very end of it. Well, for those of you who want to listen to it and want to just don't skip to the bridge; it's a good song. Listen to the whole thing. <laughs> Kyle, <So> uh, <laughs> your thoughts? Do some research for this. <laughs> this is this is the definition of a late album song that I just blow through in like tandem with three other songs. And if you played it, I'd probably remember some of the words. But I couldn't sing a bar for you right now. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'd agree with Caroline in that if it came on right now, I would enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair. I'm in awe of what you're doing right here, Dylan. This is just. <laughs> it's like this watching is Rembrandt. Me so happy. <laughs> yeah. I heard Rembrandt's friends really loved watching him. <laughs> Big college football guy, too. Rembrandt. <laughs> yeah, Rembrandt. <laughs> I feel like football. Butch Cassidy and Mozart. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. This one, this team, I picked Wake Forest. Wait, wait, are you doing? Are you doing the not top right now? No, 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 no. no. This is still. I think he knows. This is the oh, football sorry, team. Oh, sorry, with, sorry, I think bad. he knows. Now th- this is it's a bit of a stretch, but I think it makes a lot of sense. So back, I think it was in 2015 or 2016, <laughs> it came <laughs> out that one of the either graduate assistants or assistant coaches at Wake Forest was giving out plays to the other team, so the other what? team knew the full playbook before they'd even play, which speaks leagues to how great of a defensive coordinator Mike Elko is, but also beside the point because oh. he was the, the defensive coordinator at the time. <laughs> anyway. Dylan. Oh my God. Anyway, so I think he knows. I think it goes well because I think the other team knows what plays we're about to run. So that's Wake Forest. That defense is really wow. good. I think they know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. This is that's Justin crazy. Verlander this- in like the third inning. And the he he came out like ninety four. We're at ninety six right now. It's just the speed is just cranking up. The arm is just getting loose. Your listeners are going to see Taylor Swift, and then we just have to tell them to like turn the volume down for like twenty seconds after each song, except for like Jameson and Quinn, and that's it. <laughs> I see this as an opportunity for our Taylor Swift fans out there to learn a little bit about college football, and I see yeah. this as an opportunity for our college football fans to listen to some good music. You're True. doing I good. You're doing great work here, Dylan. I could not agree more. This is also <laughs> a really good opportunity for Quinn to absolutely rip you to pieces. <laughs> oh, I am I ready for like, it. Really I is. just feel like you're putting so much out there. There's just so much material for him to rip apart. All right, where do we go from here, Kyle? Well, Dylan, you're an avid podcast listener. I think you know exactly where this goes from here, and I think you know what you need to do. Nice. Well done. <laughs> I think he knows. I thought you were Oh, oh God. Ah, fuck you, Dylan. <laughs> Shut up, Dylan. <laughs> well, in that case, let's, uh, let's cue that music. May the stank be with you. Kevin, that was so stanky. And Dylan, what a perfect queuing up that was. You were really, yeah. really elevating your game today. Well, yeah. thank you. Thank you. Um, we got a ways to go. <laughs> mm-hmm. So for the not top three, I just, I just, uh, I'm, I'm just listing songs 16, 17, and 18 on this list. So I'll just start 
I'll start with um, 16. So my third least favorite song okay. on the list. So not top three, number one, really number 16 on the album for me um, is Death by a Thousand Cuts. Okay. This one, it just, I don't know. It, it's, it's, it's a fine song. It doesn't really do much for me. I think it's just kind of about a relationship that's starting to kind of unravel and she's kind of starting to see it all fall apart. Um, it's not just one thing. Apparently it's several thousand things. Six or seven thousand things. It's gotta be, gotta six, be many thousand. So yeah, it's 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 a fine song. It's it's just not one of my favorites. Caroline, I don't know if you have any other thoughts. Yeah, that was pretty far from my top ten. So yeah, no more thoughts. All right, and then this this football. T- Actually, no, I'm sorry. Before I get into the football team, <laughs> one kind of cool thing about this song that I did some half-ass internet research for. <laughs> Netflix. Uh, it's it's inspired off of a Netflix show called Someone Great. But the song, oh. but the song, but the song, but the show, Someone Great, was inspired mm-hmm. by Taylor Swift's album, 1989. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. So wow. if you haven't seen it, I would genuinely recommend it. I was, I, I don't know where you were, but it was a <laughs> random Friday night and I was like, I'm going to find myself a nice cheesy This movie. must have been, this must have been Labor Day. Probably. Yeah. It was, it was a couple, <laughs> like a couple months ago, but, um, or no. Yeah. No, it was a, a couple days ago. No, it was a couple months ago. So it wasn't Labor Day. Where the hell was I? I don't know. But, um, so I <laughs> put it on just thinking it. it was going to be another cheesy Netflix movie. And by the end, I was so invested. <laughs> I was laughing. I was crying. It was the music in that movie was excellent. So yeah, would recommend. Anyways, carry on. Yeah, so yeah, maybe we'll have a new fan appreciation for this song then. We'll just have to go watch the show. Yeah, so the football team that I picked, it's the entire Pac-12. They constantly suck. Constantly shoot themselves in the foot. They play nine conference games. They all just beat up on each other. No team's all that great. They play at like 10-15 at night. Did you see that game last weekend that ended at like 4 o'clock in the morning? It's outrageous. So, Death by a Thousand Cuts. Egregious, and I just can't have it. (laughs) It's the Pac-12, all of it. (laughs) I thought you were going to say Navy, because they run the option, and it's just the same play over and over and over again. That would be a good one. That would be a good one. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Navy or the Pac-12. Or the Pac-12. Okay, number number 17 on the overall list, number 2, I guess, on the not top 10, is the Archer. Oh, where did I have that guy? Where is that one? Oh, you've oh, got it at yeah. nine. Oh, okay. So, I could, so, it's kind of boring. I feel like there's really no, <laughs> like, big moment. Because re- I feel like with a lot of her slow songs, the bridge, she always kills it with the bridge on the slower songs. Thank you. But there's really no bridge in The Archer. So, I like it because I just, I don't know, it's nice and relaxing. It's cool. But there are other slower songs on the album that I would place above it. So I could see why you probably had it in the knob top, not top. Yeah. It's, it's not a bad song. I just think that there right. are 16 better songs on the album, which mm, yeah. says a lot. <laughs> yeah. Not something I'd fight for. Kyle. <laughs> no. Pass. Pass. <laughs> so really the, the football team for this one, the archer, think of an air raid ar- offense and a warrior <laughs> offense. So I'm going to go with Hawaii, <laughs> the rainbow warriors. <laughs> Their mascot is the Rainbow Warriors. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. This they got incredible. some pretty sweet football helmets back in the day. Not anymore. It's unfortunate. Okay. Number 18. Dylan. My le- I, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> this is so great. I am so happy right now. 
it's a little bit of it's a little bit of something for everybody. Yep. Everyone wins. Wow. Everybody wins. Okay, number eighteen, my least favorite song on the album. This is this is a this is a tough one. It's soon you'll get better. Wow, uh, mine too. Yeah, so it's it's a tough one because it's a song about Taylor Swift and it's about her mom really and about her fight with cancer. It's the Dixie Chicks, I think, are on this song mm-hmm. as well. It's just kind of, it's just, it's very slow. It's just snooze fest. It's yeah, yeah. It's it, and it's got a lot of meaning behind it. And I know I I read somewhere that like her and her parents really debated on whether or not to put it on the album or not. They decided to put it in, and it, there's a lot of meaning to it. But it's just kind of, it just it doesn't do it for me. Yeah, I do think a lot of people like this song, so I'm happy for her for that <laughs> but yeah it doesn't make my list so i'm glad we're on the same page i just want to say somebody who's never heard this song the title is just awful yeah. good lord what a what a mouthful what a garbage name for a song <laughs> soon you'll get better jesus that's awful uh yeah it's it's not her best effort um yeah yeah, but uh, yeah, she I mean, could have been too close to it. It's very like I, I think it's possible you go for your like Eric Clapton "Tears in Heaven" song, and it's, and I'm actually being serious. Like, and you're just overwhelmed. It, it could be too much, too emotional. Like, you could be too close to it to really do it justice. I think that happens a lot with people who are like writing books or movies or whatever, where they actually do worse with material that's closer to them because they just have a hard time kind of seeing it. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's true too. That's a good point. I don't know how. Re- I, I assume it was fairly recent or ongoing, even. Yeah, we. I would be remiss if I did not mention. So last past weekend, we were hanging out with dear friend of all of us, Marie, and she loves this album and played it a lot while we were there. <laughs> and this is the only song on the album that she skipped whenever we got to it. Oh, mm. Wow! So it. <laughs> I feel validated. Yeah. Marie, shout out to you. I hope you're listening. So as a result, I haven't heard this song much, but if Marie skipped it, it can't be good. So <laughs> this is exactly where it belongs. Yep. Yep. Cool. So we'll, we'll move on, but really quickly, the football team that I put to this one is Louisville. <laughs> <laughs> For obvious reasons. Uh, they had a really rough season last year, but they just hired a brand new coach, um, even though they just got beat down by Notre Dame. It was more Woo! It was more of a crock potting than anything else than, than a beat down, but um, oh my god, Jesus, uh, <laughs> Lord, oh my god, woof! What? Who invited Pup up to this podcast? <laughs> but they they've got a lot of really good players. They they're in a pretty decent recruiting area, and uh, their coach is very very good. So they'll soon they'll get soon better. They'll get better. <laughs> uh, just not right now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, so that's the the not top three. Amazing. <laughs> I got to turn mic off with. The <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just wow, <laughs> wow. All okay, right, let's uh, let's move back to the list uh, to number seven. Booyah! Number seven, I have London Boy. Oh, I love this song. Okay, yeah, I had that at number four. Yeah, it's a bop. Yeah, it's oh, it's oh, it is. I wait. Did you know what that was, or did I tell you that? A bop. What? No, I learned Ian. I think it was Ian was the one who taught me about Bop, right, Kyle? <laughs> Ian is actually the first person I've heard it from. Really? Oh yeah. I feel like Caroline would have. Known. Ian's way up on the <laughs> the kids' lingo these days. So I'm certainly willing to give him credit. I don't remember where I heard it first. It might have been my he sister. Told- They're the same age. I think he's the one who told me about Bop, and there was one other one. But he he's my lingo guy these days. I'm definitely not 
up on the kids lingo these days so it was just cool that you said bop i couldn't believe it wow okay i should have claire do a podcast of the top 10 things the kids are saying these days (laughs) oh my god it'd be like our kids say the darndest things except like a pseudo adult (laughs) all right I'm, I'm all right. Uh, I'm doing. Could that. you Maybe schedule that? that? So yeah, it's yeah. a surprise. Got a few podcast <laughs> yeah. ideas off of this yeah. one. This is great. Yeah, this does happen from time to time. Yeah. It's, like, it's usually a sign of a good podcast when it's getting us in a good creative space. <laughs> Tell um, us about London Boy, Dale. Yeah, yeah. So yes. London Boy, it's, it's a song. A, yeah, it's about the current boy that she's dating. Correct. I think it's an actor. I do not know the guy's name. Yeah, I think so. I think he was in the favorite. I yeah, I think Dylan just doesn't want to know his name. It is much not Patrick loves, Kane. Much as he loves <laughs> his, awesome. delight, his delightful wife Tatum, he doesn't want to know the name of the new boy. Gotcha. But it it as Caroline said, it is it is a bop. I mean, there are some there's some witty lines I think in the song too. There's actually yeah. like a like to start off the song. I think there's a there's like a clip of James Corden in like one of his skits, and then uh, I just the song's just great. I know I have a kind of lower than i could see this moving up to be honest with you it had just moved up on my list the more i listened to it i just i just really like the song caroline if you have anything more to to add no i think you just uh, covered it yeah it's i just a good beat the lyrics are witty i think it's got it all going on for it. and also i read something that this was the first song about a boy that the lyrics are, are like very clear about who it's about i don't know if i agree with that because she literally has a song called dear john about john mayer <laughs> i was so just gonna say true. that <laughs> yeah but but yeah i thought it was interesting Wrong. or i guess it's like a happy song about a boy that it's you can very clearly draw the line to who it's about which is good yeah i just like that the 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 words that she chooses just evoke very british imagery like mm. it's it's very cl- like very clearly british while retaining her style and it's different enough from the rest of the album that you know when it's on and i really like it big fan of this one at the pub we watching rugby with your school friends yeah <laughs> she says something about meeting his mates yeah, right like it's right. it's a this is a um a pleasure of a song it's a bop yeah. it's a bop it's a bop it's a bop so this one I really struggled to find a team for um so this is a bit of a stretch <laughs> i picked texas tech because their quarterback's name is Alan Bowman, and uh, there's there's another podcast I listen, a college football podcast I listen to that calls him British comedy legend Alan Bowman because it sounded like a British comedian. When, <laughs> it does when I, there's no British comedian named Alan Bowman, but there was a Cambridge professor named Alan Bowman apparently, oh. so it kind of fits. But that's there you go. Texas wow. Tech is one that is boy. quite a stretch. I feel like you should have just picked an actual English Premier League team. <laughs> Tottenham. <laughs> yeah, what? That's, Spurs. What's that doing here? That's just a good team. <laughs> Tottenham Jams 03. <laughs> oh, Tottenham. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Let's bring this back in here. Okay. Uh, all right. Number six. Um, Caroline, you're not going to be pleased with where I've got this one rated. Um, and this one has skyrocketed on this list, but I'll just say it, it's False God. Okay. All right. I had this way off the list at first, and then the more I listened to it, mm. it's it's moved up pretty steadily. I know we we mentioned this previously. I really like um, the saxophone in this song. Uh, yeah. Sexy sax. This song makes me feel some type of way. No, Caroline, I, I, I agree. I mean, it's, it's, it's more of, it's one of her like first kind of, I'm just saying, I think it's her first type of R&B kind of 
feeling song. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of a kind of a steady kind of moving song and just the saxophone is just great i think it comes in at like the perfect time yeah yeah it's so different than all of her other stuff and i think she did a good job with it for sure the way you are describing it is making me feel some kind of way but (laughs) but i don't but i don't know this one off the top of my head on uh on whatever what do the kids do now tiktok what's it called oh my god can you ask claire about that yeah can you actually yeah can you ask claire what the hell is tiktok that's a Kesha song, right? It's something yeah, that's right. Blossom. On the clock. <laughs> on the clock in the party. DJ, the blow my speakers up tonight. Yeah, yeah. it goes blow, from there. Blow, blow. <laughs> you know yeah, you, you see where this is going. You guys want a fun fact about TikTok? Yep. I ran for, oh, God, yes. I ran for high school, my like president of the student body, and I used TikTok, and I made like a parody of it about my life, and it was super embarrassing. <gasps> and I also oh, did not win. <laughs> 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 Tell us three lines from that song. Yeah, pick pick um, any three TikTok, lines. Just give make a- it pop was like the main part of it, and yep. it, this was a music video. And so I was at the movie theater where I worked, popping popcorn in that part of the song. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. I know, really catchy. <laughs> Does this exist in wow. some form? Yes, it's at home. Where is it? Is it on? Is it on YouTube? No, it's on a DVD. We have to put this on. You can get that on YouTube, right? I will uh, never let you see this. <laughs> <laughs> Our social media vault. coordinator is sitting next to me right now. I feel like it is not if on she the had. <laughs> no, but if if you were to s- discreetly drop off a copy of that DVD while we see each other this weekend. Oh, I'd find a way to convert it for sure. <laughs> <Digital file. laughs> yeah, so that's that's false. It's it's a great song, and uh, I think the more I listen to it, I think it'll move up some more. Yeah, uh, and the team that I picked for this is Duke, since they're the Blue Devils. <laughs> um, ah. It could have been Arizona State, but I did put them down with the entire Pac-12. Forkham Devils. <laughs> I'm assuming I can't see Kyle right now, but I assume he just made the same hand gesture as me. Yes. So Forkham. <laughs> Forkham Devils. Man, what was that woman eighty? Yeah, that was disgusting. That's the worst. Ugh. Okay, let's. Uh, <laughs> Poor Kyle. Poor, Kyle's Kyle. not gonna make it. No, he might not. <laughs> I'm good. I'm fine. Uh, just give me okay. Okay. We're moving to number five, but for number five, I'm going to turn it over to my uh, co-host in crime here, uh, Tatum. Um, so he chose You Need to Calm Down. That's number five. That's yeah. number five. Okay. So the reason I'm really on this pod is I have some hot takes, you know, Tate's takes. So far, they've been great. Oh, uh, new, new segment. Like this is a recurring segment. <laughs> That's yeah, what I was hoping Tatum, for. I hope you cleared your schedule. <laughs> Takes with Tate. You get things like TikTok and Forkham. Um, <laughs> the best two bits we've done all year. <laughs> yeah, it's the best. This is the best material we've produced. <laughs> well, mostly I just wanted to talk about this song because Dylan has not watched the music video and I have numerous times. <laughs> and I think it's important for the song. Ooh. So she made this awesome music video and she um, released it during Pride Month in June. And this was received pretty controversial around the world. Twitter blew up and like there's a lot of articles on it. So I just wanted to like talk about that briefly. So there was like pros and cons to what she did. The cons of her releasing this video where it was in Pride Month. So a lot of people accused her of like manipulating that month and just trying to make money off her video, um, which is kind of like obvious. But and then she takes some of the song and compares it to like her real life and 
getting like hated on by online people and then like compares that to like the life of lgbtq people which is just like not comparable and so people found that offensive yeah and then also in the video there's these people protesting like the people that are living on the block or whatever in there and they're all just poor white like rural americans with like signs that say like anti-gay things and it's just a poor description or a poor depiction of the anti-gay people i guess so people were upset about that but then the pros and like the stuff that i love with the video is that she's clearly has a huge platform and um an opportunity to be a huge advocate so that was, like, a great utilization of that. It just took her a while to do it. And then she has, like, amazing cameos in it. <laughs> My all-time favorite cameo in it is the Fab Five. Do you guys know the Fab Five? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Okay, they do Queer Eye, which is the Netflix series. Um, and they're kind of the greatest five people in the world. Um, <laughs> it's true. So, there's a bunch of other cameos by, like, um, really famous people of this community, I guess, which is cool. And then at the end, she has drag queens instead of, because she's talked about all these other artists. And she has, their, like, people that dress like like her as a drag queen in it. And so it was just a really cool opportunity to, like, show off all these awesome drag queens. And so the reason I want to talk about it just briefly was my thoughts on this. She starts it off with a really awesome share quote, which is like, mom, I'm a rich man. She's just a good feminist point. Right. And then anything with the Fab Five having a tea party is <laughs> bound to be amazing. So, <laughs> that's my take. <laughs> I don't know if you read so more Tatum, about this. <laughs> so Tatum, I have a question for you. Yeah. So you, th- you throw all that in the blender. You throw all of the things you said. Yeah. Do you think the world is better for this song and video existing? I mean, absolutely. Okay. I think it's so like this counters my prior point, but like it's so important right now to just like have pride and to show like the beauty of this community and what a like a great way to do it. So big and and like such a great statement and to bring people in that are actually in the community. It's not just Taylor Swift, like running around being like, I love this community. So that was awesome. Um, I think everyone can have their opinion and they can like put her down for certain things, but I think overall it's awesome and it's really cool video. (laughs) It's very yeah. colorful. I actually haven't seen the video yet. I you haven't seen it? it. You should definitely no, watch it. Um, oh, and at the end, this is probably the most important part, she links it to the petition to get people to sign the Equality Act. Yeah. Yeah, like petitioning the Senate to do it faster, which is basically making wow. it illegal to discriminate based on like sex, gender, all that stuff. What I think is really interesting about Taylor Swift, so with her recent move that I think is really cool, is that I think her message has gotten super specific, which I think is, is something that isn't, isn't really all that common. Like I, I like that she's linking it specifically to the petition for the equality act. Like I think on some level, having sort of a general message of we all ought to be more tolerant or we all ought to be proud. That's, that's fine, but it's really good that she's linking it to something really specific because she does have such a good she has such a huge platform and i think it would be a lot easier for her to make sort of a a slightly more generalized statement that hey i'm an ally and and that's great and it's important Mm -hmm. that she express she's an ally but it's really cool that she's using her you know status as a super ally to actually push something really specific that can actually help the lives of lgbtq people in the state so i think that's that's what i think is really cool about this particular song 
and the video specifically. Mm. Yeah, I highly recommend you watch it. Um, yeah, you'll just see this amazing tea party and then a few other people doing great things. <laughs> 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 That's <Yeah>. awesome. <laughs> yeah, I like at first when I think about all the cons that you said, I'm like, yeah, those all make sense. But then at the end of the day, I'm like, she didn't make this song like with any hate in her heart, yeah. I don't think. So like, I just think it should be like a positive thing at the end of the day rather than negative. Exactly. Um, and there's a lot of people debating that, but then a lot of prominent figures in the gay community came out and stood up for her. And I think that just shows you mm. like, yeah, they, they love Taylor. Like they're literally all in the video <laughs> and then yeah. they comment on how much she's doing for them. So that's good. That's the reason Take I want. This yeah. has been Tate's takes. <laughs> wow. You need some new music for, yeah. uh, for this segment. No, this is not going to be a thing because I don't know half the stuff you talk about. <laughs> <laughs> This has just got me ready to roll. Oh like this gosh. little segment here, I'm so on board. I just want to get out there. Like you, you really pumped me up with this. Right. I feel like I want to be hanging out with Lady Gaga and Taylor Swift <laughs> and just like being a super ally. This is a great, this was a great segment. <laughs> I'm currently on a rotation where it's important to be an ally first in school. So this has been on my mind. <laughs> Seriously, that's awesome. That's really cool. Because I think that's, I feel like that's something that this, we're all like, kind of, uh, I feel like we're all really dorky and always thinking about ways we can kind of, we can have some sort of impact. And that's really, it's cool that you're thinking about that. Like, I think our, our group is, is certainly uh, nerdy enough to <laughs> think about like, how could I be an ally? And it's really cool that you're actually putting that into practice. So thank you for bringing some like real <laughs> thought to this. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. Okay. And now for your football team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So for the football team, um, I picked uh, the University of Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah. Got him. Got him. Dylan, got him. wait. When you say University of Michigan, do you mean them or us? I mean them. I don't know what you're okay. talking about. Good Sorry. I'm just, re- I'm just remembering that time you said us uh, in the what? Huh? University what? of Michigan. Uh-huh. I, I, uh-huh. We, all have, we all have things we wish we could take back, right? I, I, I don't know law. what you're talking about. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Anyway, <laughs> Michigan's on here for several reasons. Um, I think they're way overrated uh, this year. I think <laughs> the entire media was way too high on them. And they all need to calm down. And then Jim Harbaugh, just in general, needs to calm down. So, <laughs> literally. <laughs> like, literally, he pro- he's probably screaming at someone right now. <laughs> In his khakis. Yes, yes, in his khakis. So that's number that's number five. Great job, Tatum. Thank you. Great work by all involved. <laughs> all right, number four. Uh, number four, I have a lover. Lover. Way did Caroline have it on her list? <laughs> yes. One, two. My, that was number six for me. Oh, okay. So that's we basically close. flipped Fall Scott and Lover. Yeah, though. you guys are on the same page here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I really like this song. It feels a lot more like her older songs. It's probably the most country feeling song to this album. It's not a country song, but it's kind of like a slower love ballad. Um, it's kind of got yeah. some like, I'll call it country feeling toward it. And uh, I just think it just sounds like <clears throat> it sounds like I'm getting choked up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a quarterback, man. <laughs> That's a quarterback. It just sounds like vintage Taylor. I, I think she just does an amazing job with this song. I saw this song came out. And, like, the next day I saw this video on, like, uh, Facebook or Twitter or whatever where this couple picked this song for their wedding song. So it was, like, an instant hit. It just sounds like vintage Taylor. I think she did a great job with this one. Yeah. Yeah, I really like the waltzy 
vibe to it. The one complaint I have about the song is the lyric, we could leave the Christmas lights up until January. Yes. That's not that long. <laughs> Who doesn't leave their Christmas lights I up agree. until January? You know? It's a normal amount That's of a time. terrific point. <laughs> Like the, the second end of I January, heard that, like that maybe. was the first thing. I was like, "What the heck?" This like March might be oh, something. Okay, uh, <laughs> Caroline, I agree with you. It's not a short enough. It's a two way too short of a time. But what other month would you pick to fit the song at that moment? Because we did talk about lyrics not fitting earlier. February, Ooh. March. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you she sat there and thought, "Like, wow, that's way too soon." But there's literally no other month that will fit in this song right now. You think that's how she writes songs? Absolutely. <laughs> she squeezes words in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, there are, yeah. This, I can't think of any of four, four syllable I, months. It's fine. Well, what about February? February. Doesn't That sounds weird. February. Sounds weird. Okay, yeah, but I, I no. do not disagree with you on the timing, though. It is, I, yeah, I mean, we're keeping them up till March. Well, maybe not. Yeah. We'll probably take them down in January, but. I, ours are still up. We just decided we we just decided we liked them. It's mood lighting. That's yeah, weird. yeah. So yeah. Cool. Any other thoughts, Kyle? We're getting into the part of the album where I like can think of each song, so that's good. <laughs> um, <laughs> this one I enjoy. I like it. I like it. I'm surprised you didn't say that you loved it on account of it's it's called Lover. But do you know the, do you know why it's the name of the album? Or I guess it's not the name of the album is Lovers, and this is just Lover, right? I think it's Lover is the uh, name yeah, of the album. Lover. Oh, it is? Yeah. Okay. Do you know why she picked this song to be the the title song? I don't. Do you? Fuck no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <I didn't. laughs> that sounded like it was leading somewhere. <laughs> nope. <laughs> going to leave that hanging here. <laughs> Entrance only. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So that's uh, that's that's Lover. This, this team's a stretch, too. I could not think of a team for this. So this is a way, way too big of a stretch. I picked Texas because of the, the minor scandal that happened um, with Tom Herman. I guess the Tom Herman side of the Zach Smith scandal at Ohio State where he was texting him about telling his wife about some affairs that he had. And his response was, OK, cool. Hook him <laughs> with, like, oh, with like the, the Longhorn sign. Yeah, so that that is a that is a stretch, but uh, I could not think of another team that would be loosely related to this one. So we're gonna throw Texas in here. Impressive, <laughs> nice work. All right, do you want to do the honorable? Men- Why don't we just do the top three, and then you can rattle off the rest mm-hmm. of the songs after that for the honorable mentions. That's fine with me. All right, okay. Number three, number three, I have Paper Rings. Oh, this is my favorite song. Mm. Where do you have it, Caroline? I must know. <laughs> that was my s- number seven. Ooh. Whoa. All right. We were a little off on this one then. So uh, to be fair, the beginning of the song, I like the first two seconds of the song, are not very good. Like if if I was just skipping through or listening to this the first time, I might skip the song immediately. But the rest. Oh, I, see, I think I really like the opening line. That's the one that's like something about being high. Oh, I like don't remember the lyrics off the top of your- my head. Hold on, I need to pull up the lyric. It's, I think it's, it was so clever. Like, the first lyric of that song was the thing that hooked me. Let me see. Holds, please. Okay. I just Keep love shiny while. things. But, Dylan, I marry you with paper rings. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, no, I'm thinking of the wrong song. I'm sorry. Continue. So, I, I really like this song. It's, it's kind of about just kind of being 
fully committed to a relationship that you're, you've already had, but you're just kind of like diving in like headfirst at this point. I think it's incredibly catchy. It's just kind of one that you can easily sing along to in the car and not realize you're singing along to it. Yeah, agreed. I, I would say this is definitely the catchiest song on the album. What, like, for sure. It's just like bouncy the whole damn time. It's quick. It's yeah. very fast. And I just think the lyrics are great. What does she say? I hate accidents, except... When we went from friends to this. Uh-huh. That's right. Oh, yeah. It's great. And <laughs> <laughs> it's just... It's easy to sing along to, okay? Oh, you know it. <laughs> oh, you know it. It's just fun. It's good. Yeah. I, yeah. I, Kyle, I can picture you listening to this song with a nice, cool summer shandy in your hands. <laughs> I did not have any shandies over my, my vacation, which is a travesty. Do you have any natter days? That seems like foolishness. No natter days. We should get you some. Yeah, oh, for sure. I had a lot of, uh, we were in a a face a place famous for its peaches, so I had a lot of peach IPAs and ales. They're very tasty. Mackinac? Not Mackinac peaches. <laughs> Palisade peaches. Okay. <laughs> it's been a week in Mackinac. <laughs> Caroline, was there was there anything else that uh, you wanted to add to this song? No, I think you covered it. I feel like I'm on a conference call. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want anything from you. <laughs> No? Okay, good. Um, so Spitballing off of that. This yeah. <laughs> this team, this is probably the easiest one for me to pick. This one is UCF. <laughs> nice. The self-proclaimed 2017 national champions yep. wearing their paper wow. rings. I Dylan, with that was- spit and fire. That's good. I like that one. Yeah, yeah thanks. Thanks. Did they get a banner? They did, right? Or like a trophy or something? They had, they held themselves. They held themselves a parade. They had a parade oh, for themselves. God, that's campus. so embarrassing. You know, I've noticed as a as a guy who's, um, I think I've got twelve rings since uh, you, the last couple years. You yourself have twelve rings. Yeah, that's true. Twelve. Oh, okay. Personally, I just find when teams celebrate these like. Like when the Cole Tongue and AFC Championship participants banner, it's just, it's embarrassing. It just like, I don't know. It just seems lame. Same with UCF. I'm pulling for them this year. They are uh, starting our boy, Brandon Wimbush, and he's been playing pretty well. He's not starting. He got yanked. Oh, he did? Yeah. Never mind. He's not starting? (laughs) He didn't, he did not play in week two. Oh, geez. Egad. That's That's brutal. I hope it turns around. I really like Brandon Wimbush. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle, by the way, speaking uh, speaking of which, where's your good friend Gunner Keel these days? Gunner and I have had a falling out. <laughs> We've not. He's spoken. just listening to M- he's just listening to some Eminem alone somewhere. <laughs> Definitely listening to <laughs> Lose Yourself somewhere, wherever he is. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, UCF paper, ring, paper rings. Okay, number two. Number two, I have Cruel Summer, which I think could have. Could easily be number one. I'm very biased on my number one here. I think number. I think "Cruel Summer" could easily be the number one song in this album. I am so confused what your number one is going to be because we pretty much like hit all of my tops. I'm so. about to drop number one. It's going to be like her 14. <laughs> right? I'm so nervous. But "Cruel Summer" was my number two, and I or no, my number one. Yeah, I, I absolutely love this song. I honestly think it's it's a shame that it came out so late in the summer because this absolutely would have yeah. been the song of the summer. Maybe not with Old Town Road, but it'd be a close <laughs> one, one A, one B. It's just, it's, this is like, I don't know. It feels like it's everything you would want in like a pop single or like a pop hit. I'm sure it'll eventually become a single. I don't know if they're playing it on the radio or not. I don't know. It's just, I... 
I can jam to this song. I can play this song at a party. I can play this song at a tailgate. I can play this song driving to work. There's just always, it's always a good time for it. So I just really like it. Is this song in any way related to or based off of like the classic Cruel Summer? No. I do not know. Do you know the song? I do not know. Cool, cool <laughs> summer. Now it's gone. I don't know. I, I can say not no. So you're saying it didn't sound like what we just sang? <laughs> no, not in the slightest. <laughs> Maybe if you did the dance again, could you just do that swaying? Yeah. Oh, man. I can kind of see it now. No, I still don't remember it. Less snappy and more like. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Also, a great another song with a great bridge. I just think... Ah, it just I just love this song. This is great. It's great. Take him to the bridge. <laughs> Take him to the bridge. Come here, girl. <laughs> oh, nice. Well done. Nice <laughs> segue. Were you a JT podcast? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, we're getting a lot of ideas yeah. here. I'll write this down. So the song for this one, I also think was very um, fitting, was USC. Mm-hmm. Now, exa- it wasn't exactly the summer, but it was. they certainly had the cruelest off-season of any team out there they hired cliff kingsbury as their offensive coordinator and then four weeks later he bolted for the nfl so they scrambled and hired someone else they had the whole academic scandal um with all the other teams that yeah lynn swan just was resigned lynn swan as their athletic director just resigned they had the whole aunt becky daughter issue it's been a tough couple months for usc their starting quarterback just got just tore his acl so he's out for the year Although the backup looks pretty good, so I'm a little nervous about that game. So yeah, it's been a tough couple months it's for USC. Cru- it has been a cruel summer. It's been a them. cruel summer. Nice work. So yeah, it's a uh, it's cruel summer, USC. Okay, number one, I'm very nervous. Me too. Number one, I have Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince. Wow. I'm looking at Linus's list. What number is that? Like oh, it's 13? way down there. Where it should be. Whoa. <laughs> Savage. Like, I have It's 15 on my list. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I- I had a Whoa. feeling this was going to happen. I had a feeling this was going to come down, but I... I, ne- I need to hear your opinion. Though. Yeah. So I this this is my favorite song right now on the album. I got a feeling that might change in a month or two. But every time this song comes on, I turn up the radio and I, I just blast it in my car. It reminds me a lot of Wildest Dreams from the 1989 album, which was my favorite song on that album. Caroline does not agree. Uh, <laughs> I'm just skeptical. I'm just I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking. About <laughs> it. I like that. I like that song. Wildest it's, dream. It's got. I think it's got. Dreams. It's it's like a it's a faster paced song. It's got a. I think it's got a pretty. It's a very basic beat in the background, but I like it. It's it's just kind of. Uh, I don't know. I just I think it's different than all the other songs in this album. I can. This is like my go to if I'm like if I've got like a five minute drive and I'm listening to one song in this album. This is the song I'm putting on. <laughs> I just, I, I just really like this song for really no other reason than I just do. I, re- I can't really think of like another reason why. It just, it sings to me for for one reason or another. That um, is reason enough, Dylan. Um, it just, it's just yeah. a little bit different. It's got a, I don't know. It's more fast paced, and I just like it. I'm gonna keep on repeating myself. <laughs> no, but this is not a list that purports. While we do sometimes claim uh, objectivity, this is not a list that purports to be objective. And if it sings to you, it sings to you, man. That's what we want. Dylan, all I want, all I really want in my soul is for Taylor to sing to you. Because she's not, I gotta say, I have to admit, she's not been singing to me recently. (laughs) (laughs) But I really want her to sing to you. (laughs) Thanks. Because I care about you. (laughs) Caroline, what are your thoughts on this song? So, I mean, I actually don't really have 
thoughts. In that <laughs> <laughs> so That's even worse. Savage. It's one of those. Just irrelevant to me. Well, so it's just one of those songs that kind of like got gets lost in the middle of the album. I also don't really know what the lyrics are about. Like if I, if they, if I read into them and liked them, maybe that would bump it up on my list. But like I wasn't listening to it, and like nothing, none of the words she was saying really jumped out at me. So it, she has gotten a little bit of a little bit of flack for this song because it's a bit, really big callback to high school. Basically, it's kind of like maybe not her specifically, but just kind of like high schoolers and like the way that they feel about like just mm-hmm. kind of going through social situations and relationships in high school. It kind of calls mm-hmm. back a little bit to um, I want to say "You Belong with Me." I forget mm-hmm. the I, I was reading about this earlier, but there was oh, also was a great song that. It also is, I also read somewhere that uh, she confirmed that it is kind of addressing um, the current political climate in the United States. Ooh, interesting. And just kind of how disillusioned she's been, or maybe people like her. Uh, so that's kind of the what I've read in my like five minutes of research on this, um, what this song is about. And uh, yeah, so that kind of mixed with just the... Just, just digging those beats in the background. Digging that stanky beat. Stanky beat. That's right. It's no Kevin, but it's, it's still Kevin. pretty. Would good. you say those beats are dope? Uh, I'd go as far as to say that they are dope. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. So the football team I picked for this one is Georgia because they've come so close, <laughs> like over the past three years, to winning a national title, just to completely fall apart at the last possible minute, and it is just completely yeah. heartbreaking. It is truly. I need you to run this podcast before week three, before Georgia completely destroys Notre Dame, if you can. Now, here's my question, Dylan. I can't believe we've gotten this far on the pod without you actually directly using Notre Dame. Oh, we'll this get there. This is unbelievable to me. Okay. <laughs> we'll get there. Honorables? I, it's, it's, yeah, it's in the honorables. All right, let her rip. Speaking of honorables, should we just roll into them? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Okay, I'll start it. I'll go from 11 to 15. Oh, yeah. Um, 11, I have Daylight. Okay. I'm not, frankly, I don't really know what that song is about. It's it's good. <laughs> I mean, I enjoy it. I've read somewhere that it kind of ties back to her song Red from her album Red. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it does that. I, I didn't really research it much more. I think it's a good song. Um, again, it kind of falls in the middle for me. Caroline, I don't know where you had it. Yeah, I had it at number 17 because I just another one I don't really know what it's about. Yeah. Stand yeah. by to me. Yeah. And then the team I picked for this one is Penn State. They, they had their <laughs> sanctions and they had their severe issues in the past and the people are serving time for that but i think they're now just kind of turning a corner and they kind of see daylight they've had a couple good seasons and they're moving forward it's very uplifting dylan good pick yeah i like that Dylan. less uplifting is my team for this next one Uh-oh. number 12 i have afterglow yep that was my 16th okay same roughly range um it's just yeah. kind of like the end of a relationship for her and it's just kind of like she kind of sees it again kind of ending and it's just the afterglow and the team I picked is Florida State. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> things have man, they uh, have been bad. They there. burned bright about five or six years ago, and yeah. then it's just been afterglow ever since. Um, they uh, they just took like a like an FCS team, I think, to overtime. So yeah, things are not looking great for uh, Willie Taggart, the Knowles. Caroline, if you have anything on any of these songs, just jump on it. I'm just kind of rolling through. Anything on FSU? <laughs> Nothing on FSU. Nope. Okay. No comment. <laughs> Pass. Number thirteen, I have. I forgot that you existed. I might have to fight for that one. Yeah, so I that's like that song. yeah. It's funny because this is the very first song on the album, and when I went when I listened to the song, the album through, 
to rank them, I was like, oh, this is a great song. This is going to be way up there. And then it just kept getting pushed down further and further on the list. Um, I'd be okay to move this one up if uh, if we've got a little bit more of it. Where, where, do you, where do you have it? I'm curious. I had it at one, two, five. three, four, five. Okay. It's pretty good. Yeah. I might fight you on I I listened to the album. This is the first one that came on, and I thought it was so annoying. I was like, is this album <laughs> going to be like this the whole time? <laughs> uh, I, Ooh. Hot take. I just don't like the way she does the... Like, she'll just, like, break out of singing and just be like, whatever. Oh, yeah. True. yeah. Yeah, that's fair. It's just indifferent. So, all right. <laughs> yeah. I just, that, like, really grinds me. I really do not like it. <laughs> so... But I did read somewhere that this song was kind of like her transition from the Reputation album. And it fits that it's the first song on the album. It's just kind of like she's putting Reputation behind her. And she just kind of forgot like all her... Good decision. Her All her haters. Mm-hmm. Yes. She forgot that they existed and she's moved on. So, yeah, it was a good decision. Yep. And the, uh, the team I picked for this one is SMU. Um, they were a powerhouse in like the 50s and 60s. And then they got the death penalty. <laughs> and uh, I just forgot that they existed. Yep. So, that's number 13. <laughs> Number 14 is, is uh, it's nice to have a friend. So that was another one that was in my top 10. Okay. I, the more I listen to this song, the more I like it. Um, it just kind of takes like a friendship and then a romance from childhood through like getting married and I think having children maybe. It's just kind of like, it, I think there's got like a steel drum in the background. There's a trumpet solo at one point. Yeah. I'm kind of talking That's, this up a little bit. This might have to move up. This is actually a pretty good song. <laughs> yeah. So this one, I kind of like put in the same boat as false god like the instrumentals are so cool in this one and it's so different than any of our other stuff it also just reminds me of the theme song to big little lies which i really love (laughs) it's got the same like spooky uh beachy vibe to it it is spooky that that is that's a good point it does have a beachy vibe you're absolutely right yeah nice yeah yeah so i like that one that's 14 i get it yeah, and we again we could re-rank. I, I'd be uh, open to moving this one up. And this team, uh, I have Temple Ooh. because oh, wow. they yeah, the Temple. I would really like to say, uh, Dylan, uh, you can't do it. You uh, can't say uh, it. Okay. <laughs> no, you can't say because if you get to say it, then I get to say it, and then I'm going to start doing it more often. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I won't say it. Um, no, but just I, a question though. Who who did they play this week? <laughs> the Ohio U <you> Chitlin <laughs> legs. <laughs> <laughs> at espn six seven and eight <laughs> anyway the reason i picked yeah. temple um they hired manny diaz the former defensive coordinator from miami as their head coach and then two weeks later they he bolted back to miami to be their head coach so it's just nice to have a coach um temple now has a coach he's apparently pretty good so uh, that's why that's temple and then I've got number 15 is Me. The first yeah. the first single on the album, I actually had this up pretty high. And then the more I listened to the rest of these songs, it like kept getting bumped further and further down. It's a fine song. It's 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 just fine. Rebuttal. Yeah. You can't spell awesome without me. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> that, that Kyle, that's an excellent point. Yep. Discuss. Had you get- <laughs> 
So had you given that any thought? <laughs> had you considered this? <laughs> so when this song first came out, I was like, "What the actual f is this?" Like I hated it so much, and it really grew on me. Like it's one of those songs now I find myself singing along to. I'm like, "Ooh, that's just a good song." But yeah, I had it pretty low on my list just because it's just like it's catchy but annoying. Yes, I think that's fair. I had the benefit of not. I hadn't heard it until I listened to the album, even though apparently it's been on the radio for a while now. So this could be a scenario where everyone else is tired of it, and I'm just now being like, hey, this is kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Hey, kids, learning is fun. (laughs) Yeah. Spelling. Spelling is fun. Right. Precisely. (laughs) Like I said, I I think there are 16 good songs on this album, and this is at 15. So So it's it's not a bad song. Yeah. 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 And then this team, me, it's, it's pretty independent type song um so i think it's fitting that me is uh notre dame notre dame that seems right go irish go irish wow yeah so that's all 18 wow dylan wow Whew. again it's uh it's this is a work yeah. of art caroline i i'm not gonna argue with anything you've done here because i i'm not qualified but if you two want to hash out how we're going to order this thing ultimately okay and next time we do this a- is a speed round re-rank if you've got yeah re-ranks. I've only you've got, got like a minute I'm not going to argue too much. I just think that Cruel Summer should move up to number one because I think we both agreed on that. I think that's fair. Sorry. Sorry, Miss Americana. You I can just, put that record up, but I, not at number yeah. one. I put it up at one just so it didn't fall too far. <laughs> just like the AP people. <laughs> and then I, I do kind of want to see – I forgot that you existed in the top ten, but I don't know where or what would come off. Okay. Do you want to take the and, man off? Let's take the yeah. man off. I'd be fine with that. You wouldn't take it off if he was a man. Whatever, it's fine. <laughs> Any others? <laughs> I also that was really, good. <laughs> love, I really love. It's nice to have a friend, but I kind of feel like False God represents the two in one. Let's call it's nice to have a friend as a strong honorable strong, mention. Number one honorable. Uh, that's fine. We can move it up to eleven. Yeah, and then I, I think I'm good. Yeah, I Guys, just don't know what I, I don't do know, know what I, I think we've out, got here. It looks like we have a list. Except I've missed so all it feels that. Like to so, me. Yeah. So cruel, cruel Summer is one. What are we moving Miss Americana down to? So we're keeping it at yeah, two. Yeah, keep it at two. Uh, it's your feels list. Like a, that feels like I'll let you team. have it. You earned this. All right. No, you earned it, Dill. Seriously, you bought you bought a lot of goodwill with this list. Yeah, so. seriously. We'll see how the listeners feel, but you certainly bought it with us. So then we're removing the man. The man are we slotting in? 12. I forgot that you existed right there. Uh, yes. Yeah, I think we could. Also, well, for the listeners, just as a visual, Tatum keeps sort of like popping her head onto the screen ever so slightly, and it's very enjoyable. Question while the boys rank. Is that um, that Gaelic sign? Did you guys get that in Petoskey at that store? Yes. Yes, we did. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I thought. I remembered being there, and I wasn't sure if you Memento actually bought it. Memento from the greatest wedding. That was, <laughs> that was A, the greatest wedding that's ever existed, and B, <laughs> one of the more fun days of my life, just like... Us and Dylan, your parents, just hanging out in Petoskey was so much fun. Yeah. The brewery we went to was great, even though they were out of all the beers. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. 
Wait, I, was, I tuned out for a sec to re-rank this list. Are you talking about my mom's wedding? Yeah, yeah we got that. Yeah. Yeah. Your mom's wedding. That's great. The yeah. Irish yeah. many thousand oh, nice. That's <laughs> where we recorded yeah. my first Did, did your dad, right. your dad, remember all the stuff your dad was looking at in that store? There was like all of those shirts that were just so not him. <laughs> like they couldn't have been less something I could picture your dad wearing because your dad is just the king of the Under Armour quarter zip. And he's <laughs> like, looking at these, these Irish shepherd shirts. <laughs> for a long We're time like- yes for a very yeah. long time what a great day at any rate feels like we have a list dill, dill pickles do you want to run us through yeah i'll just start take, at 10 take it away yeah okay i'll just go 10 to 1 number 10 we have cornelius street for the fordham rams number nine is i forgot that you existed uh smu <laughs> number eight is i think he knows wake forest number seven london boy texas tech is alan bowman <laughs> Uh, number six, False God, Duke, or uh, Arizona State. Yeah. Uh, number five, You Need to Calm Down, uh, Michigan. What was Michigan? <laughs> number four, Michigan. Number four is Lover, uh, uh, Texas. Hook him. Uh, <laughs> number three is Paper Rings, UCF. Number two is Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince. Thanks, everybody, for keeping that up there. Uh, Georgia. And then number one is Cruel Summer, USC. Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. You next are time, no false god. Next time, we'll just skip the middlemen here, and we'll, we'll be top ten with uh, Dylan Linus. I think that'd be. A, 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 Let's a, just do this for 1989 with hot takes from Tate's. Yeah, yeah, with yeah, hot, with takes. hot takes. Tate's takes. Tate's takes. <laughs> Mike, we're out of the job. <laughs> yeah, that's fine with me. This was just stupendous work from you guys. Uh, the only thing you guys were struggling on was uh, keeping the time. This is even for us. This is a long one. Yeah. So I, I, right. I think, you know, this comes with time. You learn not to be too long-winded in what you say. Oh, my God. Shut and it helps up. with the runtime. <laughs> okay. Wow. I Great have one. found. Good one, Mike. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would say that this one is worth the wait. It is a pleasure from start to finish. Yeah. I thank you all for being here, Dylan, especially you for putting in the hard work, and Caroline for putting together almost an identical list to Dylan. <laughs> wonderful stuff. Tatum, thank you for your delicious takes. <laughs> Kevin, thank you for putting our stanky beats together, our not top three, and our intro music. Aaron, thank you for putting together our fantastic artwork. I think that is all the thank yous I have. Mike, do you have anything? I have a thank you to deliver. The beautiful woman sitting just to my right, Dear Caroline, Lord. our lovely social media director, does wonderful work on our weekly updates on our Instagram. She does a very poor job on our Twitter, so stay away from that. Uh, she's got us set up with a Facebook group. Those are all top 10 km with the 10 spelled out T E N. If you want to shoot us an email, she does not have anything to do with that, but it is still a lovely place to go. This top10km at gmail.com. You send us your own Tate's takes. <laughs> Tell us that you want to come on the show. Perfect. Send us some ideas, whatever you want to do. It's a great place to send those things. I'd also say that while I assume you're listening to this on a podcast app, if you want another one, we're available on the Apple Podcast app, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, pretty much wherever podcasts can be found. Kyle? That's what I'd have to say. I also want to quickly say before we close that I, I whispered uh, something about the running reps when you said SMU. This is my mistake. I want to get out ahead of it. They're the Mustangs. Uh, UNLV is the running reps. So, so calm down. Apologies. 
Quinn, take it easy. You need to calm down. <laughs> Full circle. That is that. Thank you all. I bid you all a fond farewell. Yes. Thanks, Adios. guys. Thanks.